Welcome to the Namaste in Your Lane podcast. I'm your host, Auntie L, aka Lauren. And I'm Ayana, and my cool nickname is just cool, but I. This podcast is all about how to maintain your lane amidst the chaos of the world with your peace of mind as a priority. We're here to learn and share with you and from you all while leading with love. I know that sounds real woo-woo, y'all, but stick around. You'll be happy you did. Okay, okay. Welcome back to this week's episode Welcome of Namaste back. in Your Lane. Yes, baby. Welcome back. I don't know back. why I think I can sing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. Right. That's my business, as you like to say. <laughs> but let's check in. How are you feeling? How is this week for you? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm feeling very blessed. Um, I got to spend time with my family, which is funny because on the one hand, I'm like, y'all drive me fucking nuts. But we went to the beach for a little family vacation before my brother started oh, school yes. again. We and didn't even talk about it. How did that go? It was good. It, it happened so fast. It was very quick. Um, but there's something so... I feel like I'm very late to this and all the woo-woo girls probably know this already. Mm-hmm. And you especially. But there mm. is something so... Mm-hmm spiritual and relaxing and calming about being in the water oh you know me yeah and it just it's funny because um my my both of my brothers are taller than me and younger than me um and they wanted to go deep into the ocean Mm -hmm. um and so I was like fuck it I'm gonna do it and (laughs) it's funny because in that moment I was learning a, a life lesson of like how to ride the waves mm-hmm. and and to just go with the flow. And I'm like, damn, I'm, the water is teaching me a lot right now. So it just felt really good to be there with them, to be in the water, to be in the sun. Um, and as I say, as a non-swimmer, I feel so safe in the water. Do you it's really? It's so crazy because I can't swim for sure. I had to. So I know how to swim, but it's just, Lucky of course, you. it's something about <laughs> being in the ocean that is very intimidating. Refreshing. Oh. It's refreshing. I mean, from a swimming standpoint, yeah. it's a little intimidating. Oh, 100%. Um, Those tires but it's are nothing to play with. Yeah, yeah. I had to dig my feet into the sand a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're not going to drag me out. But. Yeah, I I find that I want to be around water more often. That was very nice. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Would you ever move by the water? See, I don't. Because I think about like hurricane season and shit like that. But you don't have to be on the on the coast. Yeah, yeah. And you could be close enough. I think, I think I would like because I think enough. like for the most part, like. I don't know. Fact check me. Somebody in the comments. I don't know. Like a lot of the hurricanes are normally like in the Gulf, but I wonder if you're mm, like mm-hmm. in the Atlantic or the Pacific. Like, yeah, like you don't hear hurricanes in California. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Like New New York, New Jersey, the, New York. They got, got one. Yeah. They got one. Every but now I, and then they get them. It's every blue moon. But mm-hmm. I feel like the extremes of them are mm-hmm. in like the Gulf. Yeah, I I would love to live within driving distance for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to have the option to be close to it and not have to drive a state or two away. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I would not want to live by the beach. And I say that because it's such a relaxing thing for me. Like it's like a getaway. Mm-hmm. But if the getaway mm-hmm. becomes the everyday. The norm. Yeah. Th- do you feel like you wouldn't appreciate it as much? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I am going to stay in the city and just travel to the I beach. I love being a city girl. Yeah. How was your week? How are you feeling? My week was actually pretty good. I um, got back in my bag this week. Okay. Um, so I, so I've, okay. So, you know, I do my nine to five, but then I also a freelance on the side for years. Um, so 
as I got into this new job and got acclimated, I was on the fence about like if I really wanted to dive back into it because I had gotten out of it um, because I was so burnt out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I winded up keeping one client who's also a friend, but it was in a very consultative type of space. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't doing any of the actual work. Um, but now we're talking about me doing the work, um, for her. And then I also picked up another client and so I pretty much put together both of their strategies and that yes. shit. Yes. Chef's kiss. Like chef's I can't kiss. wait. Yeah. It's so good. I was like, damn, I surprised myself. I forgot <laughs> I was this good. Um, so I'm excited about them. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, I love that for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel, and this is going to segue into the episode, but I feel like it was the right timing because I waited. Mm. Had I jumped right back in when I got a better job or mm-hmm. like first started to feel a sense of calm, I still don't think it would have been right. Mm-hmm. Um, and today we'll be talking about like the repercussions of not being obedient. And mm-hmm. I think this is working so well because I am being obedient. Mm. Um, and it just makes me think also because like my business coach um, who I really haven't worked with maybe in like a year at this point. Um, had been reaching out because I told her like when I felt like I would be okay Mm -hmm. and even when I felt like I would be okay to like pick back up business coaching um, it still didn't feel right Mm -hmm. and not to say anything against like her her teaching style or anything no I love her to death Um, it just didn't feel like it was what I was supposed to be doing in Mm -hmm. that season in Mm -hmm. this season currently even Um, and it just makes me think about like being obedient because it's like yeah I could have paid her we could have gotten started Mm -hmm. again but Right now, it just felt like you need to do the work before you um, hire anybody, before Mm -hmm. you outsource, before you bring in anything. Like, you need to do the work. Mm -hmm. Um, So I am trying to be obedient. Oh, I got a question for you. So Mm -hmm. how do you, how can you tell what you are and are not supposed to be doing in any given season? Um, For me, it's, it's the vibe of, like, what I'm feeling internally of does this feel right? Mm-hmm. And normally my gut is pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. Like for me, mm-hmm. um, it's never been a time where I'm like, I listened to my gut and I made the super wrong decision. Mm-hmm. It's never been that. Thank God. Um, so really it's just, and we kind of talked about this on last week's episode of really just taking the time to process. Yeah. Um, and not only just process like the logical size of it, but like, like the logical and the financial sides of things, but how do I feel internally? Mm -hmm. Like if my stomach is turning knots, something's not right Mm -hmm. about it. And whether the, um, present mindset and I was, okay, I'm going to go a couple different ways, but the Mm -hmm. present mindset just know something isn't right. And I was watching a TikTok earlier and it was just like, it was talking about self-sabotage, even though this is kind of going off stick with me. Um, but it was like a part of you and a part that you might not know of you is self-sabotaging for a reason. Mm -hmm. Like they want to keep that peace Mm -hmm. with them. And for me, like when my stomach starts turning, when my chest gets tight, when stuff starts twitching on my body, a part of me, whether I'm aware of that part or not, Mm -hmm. does not like this. Doesn't like the change that you're going through. Doesn't like the decision or like doesn't like the opportunity it doesn't feel aligned Mm -hmm. um like if you say it it made me think about this um thing this date I went on um not too long ago uh when I was in the car my stomach was just turning Mm. and I was like 
what the fuck is going on? Because it, it started one. turning. Well, that wasn't it. I mean, he might not be the one, yes. but that wasn't it. <laughs> yeah. So he had sent me like a two part text mm-hmm. and like a man, I only read part of it. So I went to like the after party location and I didn't go to the actual event location. Yeah. And then, um, so I was like, it's just like little things like that. I'm just like really listening to your body. Like something isn't right about mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm. Um, and taking that, like granted, thank God that was like a light example, but that's what I mean by like listening to your body. Like something wasn't right. And I knew something wasn't right. Mm-hmm. But did you dodge a situation at the main event? That's why you said you went to the after party? No. No, it was just like my body was telling me like something's not right about like where you're going. Yes. Um, okay. So that's something like it's a very light example. Mm-hmm. Um, but there have been heavier examples where like I didn't listen. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it fucked me up. Yeah. Yeah. I ooh, I have a lot of those. Um I think for me to answer my own question of how do you know what you're supposed to be doing in this season? So I I take everything to God. I am my higher self. I, um, look at me a little heathen. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't even talking about praying. No, but yeah. Cause I, and I say that because I mean, I definitely listen to my gut for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, and I think the older I get, the more clear, clearly I can hear what my gut is trying to tell me. Mm -hmm. But I think in those moments of doubt or when self-sabotage does happen, I'm like, okay, I clearly don't, don't have the way. So let me pray about it. Um, and just get quiet. Mm -hmm. Um, and in this season, God is like, you should be listening more and speaking less. Mm -hmm. And, and it's funny because, before I got that directive from him, I already just, I, I felt like I didn't really have too much to say in a lot of the situations that I found myself in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was like, that's not going to be hard for me to do. <laughs> um, that's not hard for me to do. Um, but I think me wanting to know all the things at, at one time, is like, what do I need to be listening out for, yeah. you know? And I don't know that that part was as important as just shutting the hell up. Yes. You know and, what I mean? And that makes me think, cause like a lot of people like they'll ask for a sign, but don't wait for it. Yeah. And this kind of makes me think about work bay. Mm-hmm. Like I asked for a sign, mm-hmm. a sign has not come. So I am not, not doing anything. I am not going to act on that. Yeah. Because if God wanted that to be my husband, it would have been made plain. Yeah. yeah. It mm-hmm. would have been plain. It would have been obvious. It would have been too loud to ignore. Mm-hmm. That's the part. It's too loud to ignore. So when you hear nothing, that doesn't mean do something to make it happen mm-hmm. quicker. It just means that you need to be still in this moment. And so like an example of my directive as far as listening more and, and talking less. So when we were thinking about starting this podcast, um, it's three of us in our group chat, three of us as a core friend group. Gang gang. And um, we, like me and Ayana had decided that we wanted to do this, just the two of us. Um, and... We were out at brunch one day with all three of us and we're just talking about the podcast and then it it just pours out of my mouth like water. <laughs> um like asking our third friend if she wanted to cause she had a podcasting situation that she was gonna do, but for some reason that fell mm-hmm. fell off or fell apart or whatever. Um 
And it's funny because in last week's episode, I'm thinking about responsibility and wanting to catch people as a safety net. That kind of pops up in that moment of like, oh, well, let me, you know, throw out this opportunity, even though we had already decided. And I didn't even consult you first without before saying anything to her about it. And so I'm fucking up um, on multiple (laughs) levels. (laughs) And And it was crazy because in that moment, my stomach turned. And not to say like... In me, again, yeah. being a processor, like, I I didn't say anything because I needed to take it back. Yeah. Because I was like, mm. is this jealousy? Mm. Is this mm-hmm. wanting things my way? Mm-hmm. Or does this legit not feel right? Yeah. And it's funny because in the moment, I, I, I think, like, if I'm, normally, I'm a very, um, obviously not in this moment, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an eloquent speaker and my words just come out very easily. And I think I took a break because I'm like, girl, what did you just do? Because <laughs> this is not what needs to be done. But by that time, it was too late. I already mm-hmm. said the words. And 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 that was just such a touchy situation. I know, because Ugh. this is our friend. Yes. And there was nothing personal as to why we didn't want her to be on the podcast. I think this is something that we just both wanted to do with each other. Right. And it's not to say she couldn't bring anything to exactly. the show, but it's mm-hmm. just, like you said, it was mm-hmm. something that was meant for us. Yes. And so... It was eating me alive because I'm like, I didn't consult my partner. I I just really just spoke out of turn when all I needed to do was listen to her say that her opportunity to podcast with another group of her friends just didn't didn't mm-hmm. come together. And that could have just been that. So in true disobedient punishment action, I had to put myself in a predicament where I have to renege. And, yeah. and I remember telling my partner, I'm like, I don't want to be an asshole in this situation, but it's just, I, unfortunately, people that you care about that I love. Exactly. And because I was disobedient, now I have to renege and I have to look like an asshole, even Mm -hmm. though that was not my intention. And so I have to double back and say, well, nothing personal. And, and, and how does it not feel personal when you're telling someone like, I, I changed my mind. I don't want you to be a part of this thing with us even though I love you. You know what I mean? And I knew that I was going to hurt her feelings in some kind of way, shape, or form. When again, this could have all been avoided if I just shut the hell up. (laughs) Like, girl, it's okay to just listen. And like in the last episode, we were talking about responsibility. Know that everything is not your responsibility to jump in and save everyone. You know? And I think, funny enough, that was a couple of months ago. I haven't had an issue with that since. I think that really, mm. um, that really drove home what God was telling me about just being, and also about being quiet and listening more and speaking less. Um, but also it's saving my energy. And I think about it from a spiritual standpoint as well as like, if I don't tell, Ooh, I feel like I'm getting a little churchy. <laughs> um, if I don't speak on something out loud, the enemy doesn't have the chance to hear what it is that I'm planning for and so doesn't have the chance to attack what mm. I am hoping to accomplish. Yeah. You know, like God can read my thoughts. We have internal conversation all the time. Um, and I journal and write to like my ancestors and my angels and guardian angels and higher self and things like that. So 
even to that point, like I don't have to say a lot out loud so it can't be attacked and sabotaged from yeah. a spiritual perspective. And I think even to that point, like how we just said, like it's too loud to ignore. Had it been someone you cared less about mm-hmm. or a situation you cared less about, mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't have rang home in the same way. Yeah, like, it has, like if that was a work situation, like damn, my bad folks. And my I would have done it again. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely would have been in my bad. Like damn, I really fucked up. Yeah. It, it hit very much close to home um yeah and I learned what I needed to learn in that moment yeah yeah and it's so crazy because um it just makes me think about like another situation where um I was not obedient Mm -hmm. and come to find out that was the uh the result of that was my pain in Peru Mm. Mm. Oh, tell me about this because we went on a trip to Peru for our birthdays in March. Um, so yes, tell me what what that was. So I needed to leave somebody alone. Oh, how did that? If I am, so- I needed to leave somebody <laughs> alone, and I was not willing to. Um, hmm. Why I, not willing to? Why were you being so resistant? Um, I think it was just the knowing of I'm like oh okay well this person's not a bad person mm-hmm. this person's a bad partner but it's not a bad mm-hmm. person we mm-hmm. have a good time we turn up like we have fun we laugh we mm-hmm. joke like it's a good time um but that good time wasn't gonna last yeah um and I've always like it's so crazy because you always ask God to like smack you with the truth and mm-hmm. I got smacked punched mm-hmm. kicked over mm-hmm. and then I, but I got up and yeah. I learned my damn lesson. <laughs> and I think that's an important part of like the repercussions of not being obedient mm-hmm. because there were, there are always signs. Oh yeah. And you could have chose to listen mm-hmm. four signs ago mm-hmm. mm. and you that's didn't want signs. to. Yeah. So now I'm going to make you a believer. Mm-hmm. How, what did that look like though for you? As far as the repercussion aspect of not wanting to let it go. So the repercussion was like, okay, so for instance, and it's crazy because not only like was I stressed from work, the relationship I now know was stressing my body out as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, we, I may have told you this or not, I can't remember, but like all of that fertility things, that, yeah. those struggles that I thought I was having, mm-hmm. stress. Yeah. Haven't had them since. Mm. Wow. Body's just been working. Yeah. And now I'm mad. <laughs> I know you are because, because that's time consuming. I want my reparations. Yeah. But I can't go get them because I should have it's listened. You, yeah. Ooh. So those thousands of dollars, yeah. those monthly doctor visits, mm-hmm. those painful ass examinations, mm-hmm. like all of those things were a result of me not being obedient. Jesus. So it's like, I can't be mad yeah. at anyone but myself. Yeah. I can, but it's not productive actually. Yeah, like, of course. Because I, if I see the nigga in the <laughs> I'm a trip is that girl you know I have nothing to do with your damn ovaries go on about your business (laughs) speaking of so I have a similar story of and I think I've talked about this maybe before of when I was living in New York and I was dating someone off and on for like two years and I knew that he wasn't the one Mm -hmm. um but you know trying to see the best in someone and having a good time um I remember a friend of mine um, and an old coworker had sent me, and I wasn't looking for a job, um, but they had sent me this opportunity that they thought I would be really good for. And admittedly, I was very qualified. I thought it was a cool company. Um, 
spirit had been telling me to leave this man alone for the longest. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, I just, I, I was not listening. Mm-hmm. And I, same with body, just stressed. Um, but I think on two occasions, I, so for this particular job, I, um, made it to the final two and they were like, we really wanted you, but this other person just had a little bit more, whatever, um, blah, 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 didn't get it. Um, and then other little things just kept falling through Mm. in that season. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. Um, so then I'm like, you know what? I, and I, it got to a point in our relationship where I'm just like, I'm fed the fuck up mm-hmm. and I'm cutting your ass off. And I meant it like for good that time. And in my spirit, and I think God knew like, yeah, she's serious this time. Um, two weeks later, I get this, um, this freelance opportunity making the most money I've ever made. Mm. And... Um, Look at the just other opportunities, right? For other listening. opportunities just coming for listening, right, and doing what I knew I should have been doing anyway, but making the difficult decisions to follow through on mm-hmm. it. Um, because I, there's only so many times that I want to fail. Yeah, there are only so many times that I want to be hurt. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but yeah, the 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 good repercussions of being obedient, yeah. um, far outweighed what the temporary mm-hmm. goodness if you even want to call it that of being in whatever situation that I was in so question so what is the hard part of being obedient for you like is it the acknowledgement is it the action of being obedient or is it the unknown of the result of being obedient it's the action for me like I it's not hard for me to acknowledge it it because I'm always in self-reflective mode. Mm-hmm. And I think in my spirit, I know that my spirit is always pushing me in the right direction. And so I can trust whatever directive is coming through. It's the discipline and the action of saying, okay, I know the right thing to do. It's just a matter of doing it. And it, that means setting new habits. That means um, just moving differently as your core, you know, mm-hmm. um, getting rid of something that once felt comfortable and, and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable for however long that's supposed to be. Um, that to me is the difficult part because again, just, just how I know, like acknowledging it is easy. I also know that the reward is going to be worth it because mm-hmm. I've been in a situation where like, I've been there, done that so many other times. Like I know that whatever it is that I'm either giving up or I'm, I'm, I'm leaving behind. Um, it's, it's just for my highest good because I've prayed on it already. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's just a matter of putting it into action. That is very tricky. Yeah. And see, for me, it's the, it's not even like the physical action of doing something. That mm-hmm. part is easy for me. It's the vocalizing of it. Like I hate to say things that I feel like, and that's why I, <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't tell uh, our friend that she could be on the podcast because I'm like, I hate the vocalization of like reneging on something or saying something. It's that's the hard part for me because I don't care about the before and I don't care about the after. It's that that will trip me up every time. So saying it's funny because I think you've said this before of like you just have a hard time with saying the words. Mm -hmm. It's it's (laughs) saying the words for me because at the end of the day, like, yes, I kind of care about your reaction, but it's not about you. Mm-hmm. It's about me mm-hmm. and 
and I think I have, I've at least said it in the group chat of not wanting to be the villain. Yeah. 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 Uh, but in all honestly, you're the fucking villain. Like I'm just talking about <laughs> yeah. in my situation. Like you yes. are the damn villain. Yeah. But same in my, <laughs> I'm just sitting here trying to figure out yeah. like how to accommodate or be nice, be nice. That's the problem. Yeah. You I'm said not it. nice. Yeah. <laughs> but you are kind. I'm kind, but I'm yes. not nice. And that, that's, look at me coming to my own revelation. Come on. Yeah, I see it. Have I see it on your face? She was like, now wait a damn minute. Love that for me. I need to stop. Yeah. Because I can say things kindly. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Without saying prob- something that you don't mean. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to be nice. Mm-hmm. And that's why it feels inauthentic. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Love when we have these in, re- in real time, <laughs> just coming to, to the right conclusions. So question, yeah. when, because um, I think it's hard sometimes, myself included, to discern between when um, things are hard because you're being obedient and mm-hmm. hard because you're being disobedient. Mm-hmm. How in your mind do you differentiate hard? That's a very good question. And the first thing that comes to mind for me is if I am doing, if if something is hard or it, it comes down to resistance, mm-hmm. if I'm facing resistance, then I know that I am being disobedient because things naturally just fall into place. And they it, it might not, when I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, it might be difficult because it's something that I've never done before, mm-hmm. but I'm not meeting resistance as far as like, say, I don't know, just things just fall into place and, and the opportunities or whatever the case may be, the people that I need, the things that I need, resources or whatever, just so happen to come to me to, for me to accomplish whatever the case may be versus things are hard from a resistance standpoint because I'm doing something that I'm not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, um, typically when things are hard uh, because I'm being obedient, I'm curious. Yeah, exactly. I am willing to find another situation. Mm-hmm. There are not a ton of like roadblocks in exactly. the same way that being disobedient is. Mm-hmm. And again, being disobedient feels bad. Exactly. It does not feel good. Being Versus being... Fit, um, versus being like obedient, yeah. um, it just feels hard. It doesn't feel wrong. It's like or a bad. gym hard. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I'm pushing myself beyond what my boundaries are because I'm stretching myself mm-hmm. versus I feel uncomfortable because it's like, like, you know, that you're doing something you ain't got no business doing kind of like sneaking around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Look like you're going to have another revelation. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so crazy because I think about um, how your, so this is a good one. So how do your messages come to you about what you should be doing or should not be doing? Mm, You that's a good question. I feel like they come to me in so many different ways. So I do, and I'm not super consistent, but fairly consistent at doing like tarot readings for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll do a reading, I'll journal, and um, it's funny because I believe in synchronicity of like things repeating, mm. um, just in different ways. So, so like num like how people would be like, oh, I saw three 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 on like a license plate or like um 
that or but like other kind of ways like i will so for example there'll be a theme in my tarot reading where i um there's something about me needing to balance mm-hmm. um and that could be like balancing um my spiritual and physical or whatever the case may be. And then I get that same kind of message on like from a video on TikTok or Mm -hmm. it just comes up in random conversation um, in our group chat or something at work. So I hear the same messages from different channels. Mm -hmm. Um, And your intuition, that gut feeling that you have will tell you like, damn, I can't escape this, this one message. So clearly it's something that I need to be paying attention to. Normally Mm -hmm. that's how I receive my messages. Um, And then taking it to prayer and asking, like, because I think because I'm always in such a self-reflective mode, I think I always know what it is that I need to be working on or what I want to be working toward. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just a matter of, like, how. What do I need to be doing in order to accomplish X, Y, and Z? Um, And that will come to me. It'll slowly unveil itself. But, yeah, those synchronicities, I get that a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it makes me think um, about a thing that I am being obedient about right now that I don't want to be obedient about. I haven't even told you. So I can't do my session with Zen. Mm. So she's not doing that anymore. Um, and it was crazy because remember, I was supposed to go weeks ago. She's not doing the the readings at all. Mm-mm. Interesting. She's not doing them anymore. Um And so the day we were supposed to go, my whole day was clear. Mm-hmm. I winded up getting because what it's like a two-hour session or whatever mm-hmm. so i winded up getting two one-hour meetings that exactly <laughs> overlapped with the time i was supposed to be yeah, there yeah i didn't think anything of it i'm like hey i got these meetings now can we do like tomorrow or friday mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. and she's like oh i have other clients this day yada yada but if you want to do whatever she said so then I was like, oh, scratch it. We'll figure it out next week because we have a weekly call mm-hmm. um, to talk about her marketing or whatever. So we get on the call and she tells me she's not doing it anymore. And I was like, she was like, thank God for blocking it for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm, I want to figure it out. I want to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just the being just obedient. And I think those are like the roadblocks when you're being obedient and it's hard. Protective. Yeah. Protection. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel like your growth is being stunted. stunted. Mm-hmm. Um, That's but like interesting. disobedient me is like, would have wanted, if you find yourself having to push harder and push more, I think there's a difference between forging forward and bulldozing. Yes. You know, and when you find yourself having to bulldoze through that resistance, then you know, there, there's another direction. There's a pivot that you need to make because clearly what you're doing you're meeting resistance for a reason, mm-hmm. right? Versus I'm pushing forward because I know this is for me. Um, like we said, like roadblocks are there for a reason. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very yeah. much so. That rejection is your protection. Um, and sometimes, and I think you have to get attuned to yourself to know when it is and is not punishment. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, also another good point um because i just know so many people are like in this job market right now Mm -hmm. and are meeting those constant um rejections um roadblocks whatever it may be and i just think back a couple of jobs ago that i had i was um interviewing at this company i thought it was such a fit i was like oh this is it Mm -hmm. like 
I am in my bag. Like I'm getting this shot. Mm-hmm. And for one reason or another, they went with another candidate and she was like, whatever reason that they got picked, that's the only reason we couldn't pick you. But she was like, your job is coming. Mm-hmm. And literally the next company I interviewed for, I got it. Yeah. And I actually love that company. Yeah. They weren't, after a while they weren't paying me enough, mm-hmm. but had they paid me more money, like I would probably still be there. Yeah. Um, but again, just it, it doesn't feel, and I know like even in the job market right now, like obviously we're saying this from a point of privilege, Yeah. but it'll get there. Yeah, for sure. I, I think about, and I think, especially in situations like where you're trying to look for a job and maybe you might be one of one of two candidates at the very end and you're you're searching for that why like why wasn't it me why wasn't mm-hmm. this the thing what you know and that's honestly it's not important exactly <laughs> and it also makes me think about when I was interviewing at Meta mm. and I made it to the last round and my um God sister who works there she's like if you make it to the last round she was like it's yours yeah like, you don't make it that far at Meta if you're mm-hmm. not gonna get it I mean Obviously, somebody got right. Somebody got to get it. <laughs> um, but then that's when they did the Those hiring freeze. Yeah. The day after. Yeah. I got the denial, and she was like, and it was so funny because the recruiter was like, "If you go on the website and see anything, mm-hmm. um, let me know because we really like you." Yada yada. I went literally because I was at the doctor's office, so I went um, like thirty minutes later. Mm-hmm. There was not a single marketing position on that website. Mm. So I was like, this is letting me know that it wasn't me. Yeah. Um, and then they started doing all those mass layoffs. Ooh. So I was like, thank God. Cause imagine if I had left my company, mm-hmm. I had just bought the house at that point. Mm-hmm. So like I would have been asked out. Yeah. Protection. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. I, I think about that a lot. Um, Cause in that situation where I was like, <laughs> <laughs> the job got blocked because I was messing around with this fool that I shouldn't have been with. <laughs> I also think that it just wasn't for me. And I know that it wasn't for me because I, I, um, I ended up getting the, the role that I ended up getting after that, the freelance job where I started making the most money that I've ever made segued into a job where I could create yeah. my job from scratch yeah. and I don't think I would have been able to do that anywhere else um and I asked for and it's funny because I asked for, ease was my word of the year mm. and I'm like I want to feel ease in everything that I do including my work I want my work to not feel strenuous and stressful yeah um and God was just like I got something to show you it girl <laughs> yes I literally remember the day I was walking down my stairs and I was like I want to travel more mm-hmm. I was like I want to travel at least once a quarter mm. I, I literally remember where I stood when I said that and fast forward not even a year I've taken what 13 trips yeah like it just shout out to the shout out and I It'll think that's also that's a good point because I think that's also how I know if I'm being obedient or not because thank God that a lot of things in life don't come hard to me. Same. They they, Same. they naturally do not come hard. Like yeah. some things will be difficult in the sense of like I have to stretch mm-hmm. but they are not hard. hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. I don't have to fight for things. Mm-hmm. Like I have to be disciplined. I yes. have to be knowledgeable like preparation mm-hmm. plus opportunity equals success. 
Miles loves to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but literally, I just have to do the work. Yeah. Like if I am struggling, Same, yeah, it's it's likely something's not right yeah. here. Mm-hmm. And I know Same. like hustle culture is gonna like eat us up for that. But I'm like, don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing the hard things yeah. just to do the hard things. Exactly to say that I I went through the mud or whatever the case may be. That's not the life that I want to live. Exactly. And I remember I was um last year talking to this guy and I was like, yeah, I'm not in a space where I want to do the hard things just to say I did the hard things. Mm-hmm. He was like, what do you mean? And I was like. Um, I'm going to use a gym analogy. I'm like, I'm not going to use free weights if a machine is right there mm-hmm. and I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go use the machine mm-hmm. and get the same results. Yeah. Like I don't get a reward for saying I did free weights. Exactly. Same thing. I think a lot of people with like birthing say like, oh, you don't get a reward for having a natural birth. Mm-hmm. Like it's cool. Mm-hmm. Do what you do. Yeah. But like you, still you don't get a, baby get a reward at the end of the day. for yes. like doing the hard thing. Like <laughs> yes. I'm not doing the hard things mm-hmm. just to say I did the mm-hmm. hard things. Yeah, I girl, hello, ease. That's the life I want to live. Yeah. And when you align yourself, and I, th- that's what I love about having like a word or a theme or something for if you want it for a month, if you want it for a year, whatever mm-hmm. the case, a quarter. Um, it makes it easier to align with the energy that you want to bring in. Mm. And you can easily remind yourself like, okay, I said I wanted to live a life of ease this year. Um, Is what I'm doing easeful or is it causing me resistance? Yeah. And that, Oh, that's a good one. That's a, that's a really good one. Cause um, when I was talking to Miranda, before I started working at the company that I'm at now, I was like, I just want a soft life. You mm-hmm. know, soft life was real big on like mm-hmm. Instagram and TikTok or whatever. I was like, yeah. I really want a soft life. And when I transitioned from my old company where it was a very hard life to the company I'm at now, which is a very soft life, it was so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I was just... To pivot from one to the other. Yeah. yeah. So it's... You have to just stay the course too. Oh, yes. Um, Because at so many points, and I think this goes back to the top of the conversation when I was like, I could have picked up work from the start of my job. Mm -hmm. Like I could have picked up work easily. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was like, did I want to fill my time with more work? No. Yeah. Because that's not a soft Soft life. life, Mm -hmm. If I'm trying to be a kept woman, Mm -hmm. I can't be working all day, every day. Right. and I think you say this a lot, but like making room for the space. So like I couldn't pick up a client. Right. I couldn't even get back into business coaching. How I said, like, I just couldn't do anything that related to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm. I mean, it, it seem, seemingly worked out. Do I miss the extra check? Yes. Sure. Of course. <laughs> but I was rolling. But the universe will supplement <laughs> you in other ways. Yes. Right. It might not be financial, but it could be your time. It could be your energy. Mm-hmm. It could be the less stress. Right. Yeah. That impacts your health in the long run. Um, so you will be supplemented and taken care of, even if you feel like you have to make a momentary sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that you have been called to do obedience wise in this season that you're just getting a start to? This is such a light thing, but something that we talked about. Cause, um, remember I said, I kind of wanted to start doing pottery, mm-hmm. but you know, my nails are super long mm-hmm. and, um, you just, for some reason, granted, I don't know the science behind it. Everybody just says you can't do pottery with nails. Yeah, it's just um, it's too messy and it can break your work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then the other day, last Friday, my nail like cracked. Oh, Lord. And I had just been over getting my nails done um, for a while now. I just, 
I always say I'm like high convenience, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. not low maintenance, yes. but I'm high convenience <laughs> yeah. and I hate the act of going to get my nails done. And then in like two weeks they're popping yeah. or like the SNS is lifting or all these kind of things. So the last three times mm-hmm. I have been injured to mm-hmm. some degree, mm-hmm. injured is like a very dramatic like, way of it. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless, like the last three times something has happened. Yeah. Um, and this time it was just the last straw. I was like, cut my nails off, mm-hmm. cut them off. She's like, you want them shorter than this? I was like, yes. And then she didn't make them short enough. I said, treat my hand like you would treat a man's manicure. Yes. Like I want bald fingers. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like that's where I'm at now. Cause I'm like, huh, I have no desire to get my nails done yeah. again. And now I'm like, I can pick up the pottery you that can. I told myself I was going to start months ago mm-hmm. and couldn't start because of mm-hmm. the nails. So I feel like. I'm in this space now of exploring your creativity yeah, in other ways of like yes. finding hobbies. Yep. Cause, um, like, you know, like I'm like actively dating right now and the question of hobbies, Ooh, is this a synchronicity moment? <laughs> um, have come up a couple of different yeah. times and I'm just like, well, I stopped doing pole. Um, I'll do it like every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, working out doesn't seem like a hobby. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't really have any right mm-hmm. now. And I'm like, well, I guess this is my opportunity to, to pick, pick up pottery. Up. Yeah. And I've been wanting to do like floral arrangements and like, so I'm like, I can do all the like, mm-hmm. get your hands dirty kind of things exactly. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about I, that's, you? That does feel like a synchronicity moment. Yeah. So you acknowledge it. Um, mm, do I have something that i think still being it's funny because i feel like all my lessons this year have been like year-long lessons Mm -hmm. um i i don't yeah i think that the silence one of listening more and speaking less is still with me in the most prominent one and i'll say i think that's the case because there's more internal listening that I need to learn how to do. It's not even just listening. I And I, this just, this revelation just came to me not too long ago of it's not even listening to other people and just letting them, you know, say what they need to say and me not feeling the need to rescue anyone, but mm-hmm. also learning how to listen to my internal voice and my higher voice. So my question to you is, do you feel like this is such a prevalent lesson for you right now because you're missing something? You're not hearing something that you need to be hearing for sure so and I think that comes from that's a good question I think that that was illuminated funny enough um in my session was in mm. when we were doing the past life regression mm-hmm. of me telling myself um to let go yeah you know and it goes back to one of our past conversations about feeling the need to be in control because it feels safe mm-hmm. and secure when it, it couldn't be farther from the truth. And the crazy thing is, is like, as much as we want to be in control, you're never in control. Never. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> y- there's only so much that we can control. Yeah. Um, But if I, in, I'll say the last five years, I've really that that word relinquish has really been top of mind for me and what it feels like to have that in practice of feeling the need to or really exploring what it feels like to just let go Mm -hmm. you know and know that I can trust that I will make the best choices for myself that I will steer myself in the right direction and that I also have support around me to help me in the case that I 
lose my way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But I, I definitely think I have a lot more to offer to myself, but that requires me to listen first. Yeah. And know? I think that's a good point. Cause like, I question if you ever lose your way, mm. like versus just get, just misstepping. Well, I say like, when you say like lose your way, mm-hmm. I don't think you lose your way. I think you just go the direction you're supposed to be going and whether or not that direction feels like the right direction, the direction that you wanted, it's still where you were supposed to go. Mm. Um, like I, I get when people say like, lose your way. Like if like you get addicted to drugs, yeah, but I, I get that. <laughs> yeah. Cause you lost your way. Yeah. 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 Um, Cause but I was like, going to say when you're being disobedient, don't you feel like maybe not a lose your way, but you feel like there's a lesson in there that you were meant to learn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I feel like you have to learn those lessons. Sure. So yeah. it, it doesn't feel like losing your way. It feels like carving your path more so than losing. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe I cause I feel like saying. it's not like a, a loss or a negative. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, Mm. (laughs) i it's funny because in this conversation i feel like it illuminated some things that i needed to hear myself say out loud Mm -hmm. um which is why i love doing this podcast with you um but yeah i i i think i've learned enough lessons to realize that being no matter how how much it brings how much it expands my comfort zone because you know I don't believe in leaving my comfort zone just expanding mm-hmm. it um it is always for my good and the outcome is going to be much better than where I currently am mm-hmm. and I have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. it, it, it's just temporary and that's crazy that you say like you do not leave your comfort zone you expand it which is a, just a different way that I've never heard really anybody think about it and I say this as somebody, I have no problem leaving my comfort zone. Yeah, like, I, I know. will completely be yeah. like, see you in an hour. Like, <laughs> I'll be back for you. Yeah. But I have no problem leaving it. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's all perspective because I'm sure someone in the comments could argue that they're the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, um, so how you're saying, like, some things you just need to hear out loud mm-hmm. because... In your head, it's a different, like, um, processing than actually saying it out loud, Mm -hmm. which is crazy to me because it also makes me think I was watching, um, I was watching something on TikTok today and it was just about like somebody who was in a relationship and when they finally told people what they were going through, Mm -hmm. it was like what the fuck Mm -hmm. and I think that's so crazy because it's also been in my kind of situations as well because like when you say things in your head like you rationalize it differently than when you say it out loud Mm -hmm. and especially like when you say it out loud to an audience yeah because you get those reactions and it's like damn yes like (laughs) those natural like face Uh responses especially if it's somebody you're close with and you know what those facial responses mean yep um, mm. I be talking to myself out loud, and when I hear things, I'm like, "What the fuck was that?" See, I don't even like talking out loud. It's the words for me. Yeah, I've I've been talking to myself out loud for years, and it, but it's like a feedback loop, right? Mm-hmm. Like, 
but I, I definitely agree about saying it to people that you can trust who you feel yeah. like won't judge you and things like that. Um, but yeah, saying it out loud or if you journal reading back what you wrote after a certain amount of time, it's like, damn, this is really what what was going right. on. Yeah. I can only imagine going and looking back at some of my journals. Because I remember, I don't journal often. Mm -hmm. Um, One, because I feel like I made journaling so much harder than what it needed to be. I was like, I need to write a page every time. Oh, yeah. And I was like, after a while, it just became too much of a chore. And then I just dropped it. But the time that I was doing it, I was... um, going through that uh, breakup with baby daddy and I would probably cringe. I know you would. <laughs> I know you would. It's just like, how did I even find myself in this fucking situation? How did I get here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One but might argue I was way. lost. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say, you'll, it'll seem as though that you were lost, but you there was clearly something in there that you had to learn. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So crazy. So crazy to think about it and look back because it's mm-hmm. like now you can laugh oh yeah during then hell no i'm crying like a motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) and it makes you think one last thing um do you follow melanie film well you're not really on social media but yeah melanie and her partner they um I don't know if they have like a podcast or a YouTube channel or what. I just mm-hmm. see the snippets when she uploads it to Instagram and her husband was talking and he was like, I, I don't believe in heartbreak or like, I don't experience it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, what do you mean? You've never gone through a yeah. heartbreak. So it's crazy to me that he was like, yeah, I mean, I might be sad, mm-hmm. but you're not going to ruin my day. Like I'm going to go to sleep. Like you are not going to keep me up. Yeah. And I was just like, Wow. As an overthinker nice. that yeah, that is such unrelatable <laughs> content when he for me. Said that, yeah. I was just like, even if you're sad, you're gonna go to sleep because fuck that. Like you're not gonna ruin my life. Yeah. And I think anybody should take whatever nugget they got from that. Yeah. But I was just like, damn. Yeah. I can't relate. <laughs> I would love to experience that. And I feel like the the more I relinquish that control and needing to know the why of things that are beyond the realm of my understanding, the more sleep I, I can get. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Good cool. for him. So how <laughs> are you maintaining your lane this week? Yeah. I, you know, I think moving my body more and doing it in a way that feels good to me. Like I, we talked about getting back in the gym and I realized like, there's only so much I like to do in the gym. I like to go outside, touch grass. I feel like you should try Pilates. I know we've talked about this, yes. but you know, I, even as a, even, even as a weightlifting girlie, yeah. I love Pilates. I know you love Pilates. I would love to try Pilates. I know. Cause the studio's like 10 minutes on the road. Yeah. I, I would love to try Pilates. <laughs> I actually did Pilates in college and I enjoyed it. Um, so I would definitely try it again. Um, and I want to, it's funny that hobbies keep coming up because I want to delve into more. Like I was just telling my partner, I'm like, I'm going to learn how to knit. I just want to do old <laughs> lady. As I, right. <laughs> make my friendship for Christmas or something. I just want to, I don't know. I want to explore the breadth of my creativity. Um, but I'll ease into it because ease has been my word for the last, what, two years. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What about you? maintaining my way this week i think just again being present in my body um and being present and starting to figure out what certain things mean because like Mm -hmm. i said earlier like i'll know 
by your feeling, but like, and you always talk about the body holds the score, keeps mm-hmm. the score, whatever that book mm-hmm. is. And I don't even know if what I'm about to say has anything to do with the book, I'll but like just you. understanding what, when certain things react to my body, what that means for me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what I want to continue to do this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess throughout the rest of my life, that's how I'm going to stay in my lane. Yes. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let us know how y'all are maintaining y'all's lane this week. And that is another episode in the books. Peace out, posse. Bye, y'all.